The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... Suppose you stepped into an elevator or walked up to a counter and found yourself looking at a familiar face, but groping at the same time to identify it. Then, supposing further, that recognition came to you with an icy shock, and you had to absorb the eerie realization that the face you were looking at was your own. Well, suppose we don't just suppose, but we follow the result of what occurred when this actually became reality. Suppose he don't come through. Suppose he's not such a patsy as you think. Then what happens to your share the wealth plan? Not to worry, baby. No matter what happens, this is the one I won't let get away. mystery drama, Two's a Crowd, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Ian Martin and stars Earl Hammond and Mandel Kramer. I'll be back shortly with Act One. named Lee, who wrote in the 19th century, in form and feature, face and limb, I grew so much like my brother that folks got taking me for him and each one for the other. Since the dawn of time, identical twins have never ceased to amaze and intrigue us. Growing up together, sprung from one egg, it is not so surprising that more and more they grow into each other's inner selves as well as the outer. But what happens if they are separated at birth, unaware that each of them is duplicated, and they don't find out about each other till they are men and grown? Sorry, drugstore's closed. Uh, I don't want a prescription. I uh, just want a pack of cigarettes. Well, we closed at 10. I guess I forgot to lock. Holy cow. Don't get excited, mister. Just do as... No. Who are you? Huh. I, I'm, I'm just... Who the heck are you? I'm Phil Henderson. I own the store. What's your name? Len. Uh, Len Brock. You live in Manhattan? You no, know, no, Brooklyn. You? Oh, no, Manhattan. Manhattan right, right here in this building. I just can't believe it. <laughs> that knocks me out. How long you lived in New York? 28 years. How long have you been in Brooklyn? The same. Hey, 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 what's your birthday? The 29th of April. Now, don't tell me that you... You got it. The 29th of April. Did you come here looking for me? No, I can't hit... Drew, where I... Let me get a pack of cigarettes. Wait a minute, wait, wait, wait a minute. Let, let, let me lock the door before somebody else barges in. 
You know, it's, it's just pure luck that you found me here. Why, uh, I thought you said you owned the joint. Well, I do. Well, well, technically my mother does, but the thing is, I don't work here, you see. Well, what are you doing in here tonight? Well, the help got fouled up. One guy on vacation, one out sick. And the kid who helps assemble the Sunday papers was supposed to bring his brother to help him out, and neither of them showed. And the pharmacist goes off at nine. So he called me, and I've been breaking my back ever since then. Huh. Well, I'll, I'll get you your cigarettes. Uh, you want me to give you a hand with the papers? Yeah, that'd be swell. I mean, we, you know, we gotta, we gotta talk anyway. Hey, oh, yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah, we, we gotta talk, all right. Here you go. Here are your cigarettes. Oh, here, here, I'll pay you. No, forget it. They're on the house. Look, I'm the one to pay you if you're going to help. Oh, no, no, no. Forget it. Forget it. It's all in the family life, you know. You see it the way I do, huh? Like looking in a mirror. And it's just got to be. I mean, I, I can tell you right now, it's got to be. See, I guess I, I'm the one that had to be farmed out. I mean, I was adopted. So was I. How about that? Boy, that's kind of a rocker. Why? Well, like the moment I saw you, I figure we got to be brothers, twins. No way it could be anything else. Mm -hmm. Then when I hear we got the same birthdays and the same age, I figure now I'm going to meet my real mom and pop. You're going you're to take me to meet them. That's what I thought you'd do. You ever know them? My real parents? I, I mean, our parents? Uh, yeah, yeah. No. How about you? Uh-uh. I ask about them plenty of times, but my foster parents always claim they, they didn't know. Your foster parents? Uh-huh. You still live with them? No, no, no. The old, the old man skipped out when I was 15. Arlene, I mean, my, well, the one I call Mom, she kicked the bucket about six, seven years ago. I, I heard. You heard? You'd moved out? Uh, <laughs> moved out. <laughs> More like she did. Eh, well, it's, it's a long story. Hey, come on. Come on. We better start stacking the Sunday paper together. Yeah, we can talk while we're at it. Huh? I have a better idea. Hmm. Let's get this over with and go somewhere we can really talk. Well, you said you lived in a building. You know, we could go to your place. No, no. You see, Mother, well, the lady I call Mother is very sick. Look, there's a bar right next door. We can go there and talk. <laughs> Where's the fire? Who is it? Chase. Open up. Hold it. What do you want? Well, take the chain off, Maisie, will you? Don't call me that. All right, all right, May. Will you let me in? I want to talk to your boyfriend. Lenny isn't here. Come on, come on. Stop kidding around, will you? The man sent me. The man? You heard me. Lenny still isn't here. Come in. Come in. See for yourself. That's more like it. So, where's the hot shot? Out. What do you care? I don't. I told you the man sent me. Uh, so what does Sharky want for... Oh, don't tell me Lenny's been gambling again. That's right. And losing. Oh, no. How deep in is he? Plenty. What do you think I was sent after him for? You... You gonna hurt him? Oh, yeah, just slow up, Maisie. You know that ain't my style. Strong arm stuff is up the bunny. Uh, how long is it gonna take you, sister, to learn that the guy is just no good, that he's a deadbeat? Oh, I know that. What do you hang out with him for? Because I love him. Look, Maisie. And I keep thinking one of these times he'll live up to all his promises. <laughs> I guess I mean hoping. Yeah. And don't call me Maisie. All right, all right, May. Look. For your sake, you know, I can keep Sharky off his back another week. 
Maybe two. But if he can't bail himself out, Sharky's going to lower the boom. Well, here's looking at you, Phil. I guess I should have said, here's looking at me. <laughs> I tell you, man, I can't believe it yet. You're my twin, all right. Oh, yeah, your own flesh and blood. <laughs> Hi, brother. That's me. Imagine the two of us living right here in the same city and never even knowing about each other. <laughs> tell me about you. Yeah. Well, I just wouldn't know where to start. Well, back at the store, you said something funny. Huh? You said you didn't move out on your mother. Oh, I mean the woman who brought you up. That it was more as though she moved out on you. What do you mean by that? Oh, uh, well, see, I told you my old man, uh, well, I, I mean, her husband took a walk on her, you know? You mean when you were 15? Well, almost 16. Huh? He left us flat. We were on the rocks, you know. Yeah, no money. Huh? Uh, yeah, we owed everybody. The best Arlene could get was a receptionist job, so I, uh, well, I had to drop out of high school to help keep us going, and yeah, I had to go to work. Doing what? Yeah, jobs. Anything I could get to raise some scratch. Well, I didn't mind at first, you see. But her... Well, she changed a lot. And inside a year, you know, the Joes were coming around. And uh, Well, one morning I woke up to find out she'd walked out on me, too. Walked out on you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said she found this crumb who was willing to make a life for her, but uh, he didn't want me around. Mm -hmm. So I joined the service, the Navy. I did a hitch, and, and then I come back with a stake and found out she died. And hey, ah, oh, hey, come on now, that's enough about me. Well, one more question: What do you do now? Me? Yeah. Oh, I, I'm in insurance. Oh, come on, come on. Now let's hear about you, huh? Well, compared to you, Len, <laughs> I, I've been lucky. I mean, my mother and father, you know, the people who adopted me were older people. They'd never been able to have any children, so, you know, I was really the fair-haired boy. All the time I was growing up, I can't remember ever not getting anything that I wanted. Oh, boy, lucky, lucky. And they're pretty well fixed, huh, with the store and all? Well, the drugstore does all right, but Dad really only hung on to it for sentimental reasons, because that's where he got his start. What do you mean, his start? Well, the old man had always wanted to be a doctor. When he was young, he had to settle for being a pharmacist. But he had a flair for invention in the pharmaceutical field. Now, one of them was some kind of a skin lotion that went over big with his customers. Well, it got to be such a hot item that he finally was able to sell the formula to one of the big houses for a bundle and royalties. You mean he's really loaded? Was. Too bad he had a heart attack and died before he could really enjoy it. Uh, but he left you pretty well fixed, huh? Well, all the money went to Mother. I mean, I don't get anything until she dies. I have a roof over my head, and I'm fed, and I get enough money to get by on. Oh, well, the old lady keeps on an allowance, huh? Well, that's the way my dad set it up. I guess he wanted to make sure that I'd be around to take care of Mother. And uh, you say uh, your mother's sick, huh? Yeah. Uh, what's the matter with her? Oh, I... I don't want to talk about it. Oh. Well, is she, uh, is she dying? Yeah. Yeah, she's oh. dying. I mean, it won't, you know, it won't be very long now. Huh? <laughs> you know, it's really funny, you know. I thought I was going to be all alone in the world. And now, you turn up. Just in the nick of time. My twin. <laughs> yeah. You're identical twin. You married? No. Are you? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Greatest girl in the world. Any children? Well, not yet. Can't give us a chance. We're just getting settled. Oh, it's that recent, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, I hope I'm going to get a chance to meet uh, May. Yeah, yeah. First chance, we'll have you over to dinner in the evening, huh? And we'll we'll, we'll have a lot of get-togethers. I'd like that. Uh, I'm afraid, though, it's going to have to wait until Mother... Uh, well, yeah, sure. Sure, I understand, Phil. But, you know, we got to keep in touch. Of course. Look, I'll give you my phone number. You just call me. Hey, you better give me yours. we got to keep in touch. We will. I wouldn't want to lose you now. Uh-huh. Don't worry. There is no way you can shake me, brother. May? May, you haven't heard a word I said. Won't you listen? Yeah, I heard, I heard. You pick a drugstore, you go in to knock it over, and instead you get knocked over. Because the guy in there looks like you. He didn't look just like me. He's my twin, my identical twin. We're brothers. Oh, spare me the hearts and flowers. So what good does that do us? Did you get any dough off him? No, no, not yet. But uh, you know me. I will. When? Just as soon as his old lady kicks off, he'll be rolling in it. Hey, we'll be on easy street. (laughs) How many times I heard that? Now, let me ask you a question. Did you hear what I've been trying to tell you? About what? About them markers of yours, about how Sharky's on your tail. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but you fixed that with Ace. Yeah, huh? only for a week, maybe a couple. Well, you can get around, Ace, you know. Have him hold off until the... Well, maybe I could, but you know something? I won't. I'm not going out on a limb for you again till you put up or shut up. I'm tired of living on promises that always turn out to be lies. Sweetie, this time it is the real thing. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, the big hit. Now, this guy, Phil, is big for the family stuff. Now, he's almost in tears. He dug up his own brother. Look, don't you see? I got a ripe pigeon to pluck. And suppose he don't come through? Suppose he's not such a patsy as you think. Then how do you glom onto him, and what happens to your share the wealth plan? Not to worry, baby. No matter what happens, this is the one I won't let get away. It seems as if Philip Henderson's joy in his reunion with his brother may not turn out to be as unalloyed as he might have wished. Will Len, bitter and disappointed at the shambles of his own life, be driven to take advantage of his newfound sibling? And what will happen if Phil should not be as generous as Len expects? I shall return shortly with Act Two. fascinated doctors to have the opportunity to study identical twins who have been brought up for whatever reason apart. Their findings? That environmental differences produce little physical effect or changes in mental ability. Educational achievement is affected more and personality and temperament the most. Now, let us pursue our private study further as we examine Philip, the other twin, on his home grounds. 
How is she, Dr. Clayton? Uh, well, she seems to have perked up quite a bit these last few days, Phil. You mean she's getting better? No, 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 no. I didn't say that. I Just that she seems to have more energy. You know, these cancers are always unpredictable. I, I can't honestly hold out any more hope for you in the long run. <clears throat> uh, cigarette? Oh, you know I don't smoke, Doc. Eh? Oh, yes, pardon me. I, I've forgotten. Uh, do you mind if I do? No, not at all. Doctor? Mm. Yes, son? How long do you think she's got? Well, it's hard to say. Sometimes they linger indefinitely. You know. Beth Henderson and I go back a long way. I, uh, I do anything for that girl. Girl? <laughs> it's the way I'll always remember her. Well, there's no rest for the weary. I've got to get back to the hospital for afternoon rounds. Thanks for coming in, Dr. Clayton. Mm -hmm. uh, does she need anything else? Well, right at the moment, mostly you. Best left for her is to have you with her. I'll uh, let myself out. Go on in, lad. Cheer her up. I'll do anything that's best for her. Hi, Mother. Hello, son. Come and sit by me, Philip. How are you feeling? I was thinking of getting up. Well, Dr. Clayton didn't seem to feel... Oh, pay no attention to Porky. He's an old funny daddy. Porky? Oh, that's what we always used to call him. Dr. Clayton. Porky. It wasn't that he was so fat... He just had this little round belly. <laughs> Can I get you anything? It isn't time for my medicine yet, is it? Almost. Well, then, maybe... Would you give it to me, son? <sighs> I'm so tired. And I hurt a little. I'd like to rest. Okay, Mother. That's what you want. All I ever wanted was a son... And I found him in you. Oh, what's that? Oh, it's the phone ringing, Mother. Oh, answer it. It sounds so far away. Well, I disconnected it in here. I, I didn't want it to disturb you. Excuse me. Huh? Oh, yes, yes. Just come back. It's lonely without you. I won't be long. Hello? Uh, Phil? Yes, who's this? Oh, Lynn? Yeah, 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 your brand new brother. I've been uh, sort of hanging around waiting for a call from him. Oh, gee, I'm sorry, Lynn. I've been tied up with Mother. Oh, is she any worse? Well, uh, no, it was just that the doctor's been here, and I have to stick around and take care of her. Uh, well, I was hoping we could get together. Uh, how about having dinner with May and me tonight? Well, I'd love to, but I really don't think I could make it. Well, I don't really think she's up to it, Len, but... Yeah? What? Well, look, I want to see you, and I want to meet your wife. Why don't you and May meet me at the birdcage? Huh? You know, the place we had drinks last night. Mother has to rest from, oh, you know, like 12 to 2.30 or so, so why don't you come and be my guest there for lunch? Well, if you say so... I yeah. do say so. I don't want to lose you, brother, now that I've found you. I don't know if 
if I want to go. Oh, come on now, May. This is our whole future. Oh, why'd you have to go and tell him I was your wife? Well, you know, it, it just came out like that. You know, I guess maybe I wanted him to think I was a solid citizen. Oh, that's a laugh. Well, won't be if we can hit him up for a steak. Well, why should he give you any handouts? Well, he's my brother, ain't he? You say. So? Come on. I'll prove it. So, what do you think now you've seen the two of us together, huh, May? You could knock me for a loop. Not much doubt we're brothers, is there, Mrs. Brock? If I came into this restaurant and Lynn wasn't sitting right next to you... I'd figure you for my boy. Uh, my husband. Uh, excuse me, check, sir. Oh, just leave it right there. Uh, you people want anything else? No, I'll, I'll just finish my coffee. Yeah, that goes with me. Oh, listen, I wonder if you two will excuse me. I've been gone nearly two hours. I want to call and see how Mother is. Sure, sure, go ahead. Be right back. Well, what do you say, May? Oh, I gotta eat crow. He's the spitting image. Like I said. And top drawer all the way. Mm, he wears the best. That suit, that tie, and the wristwatch and the name bracelet are solid gold. Oh, he spells real money. And all we got to do is pry our share of it away. Huh? Mm, I don't know, Len. Maybe a hit pay dirt. And then again... Hold it. Listen, you two. You, you have to forgive me. Mother's taking a turn for the worse, and I have to get there right away. May was real nice to admit you, and we'll have to see each other again. Len, I'll keep in touch. Oh. How do you like that? Your big, generous twin brother has stuck us with the check? How's the chicken coming, May? Oh, it's under control. I wish I thought you had your pigeon the same. He's coming here for dinner tonight. Now, this is the night I hit him up for good. How's this old lady? Uh, he's hanging on. Then where is Phil going to get the dough for you to hit him up for? Look, 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 do me a favor, will you? Let me handle this. Hey, that was a wonderful dinner, May. You're really a good cook. My brother is one lucky guy. Thanks, Phil. Anyone for more coffee or brandy? No, I don't want any more. No, I'll, I'll pass, too. Why don't you boys chew the fat while I clear the table and get rid of the dishes? Huh? Can I help? Oh, no, no. You're the guest. And anyway, there's only room in our kitchen for one. Yeah, if you want anything. Hey, that's a wonderful wife you have there, Lynn. Hmm? I said that's a wonderful wife. Oh! Oh, me, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Oh, you got to know it. Yeah. Hey, you seemed a little abstracted, Lynn. What was that word? Abstracted, you know, thinking of something else, maybe. Oh, yeah. Well, you see, I uh, I got this deal on my mind. Deal? Yeah, I haven't told you, Phil, but yeah, business is just terrific for me. Now, I'm selling insurance like it, it just came into style. But what ginches me is I'm not selling it for myself. You know what I mean? No. I'm working for a company. I put out the sweat and they lick up all the gravy. So, me and this other guy, uh, we want to go into business for ourselves. You know, each put up half the capital. Why not? Sounds like a great idea. Yeah, but I ain't got the do re me. Oh, well, can't you raise it somewhere? Hmm. I ain't got what you might call a cash flow problem right now. Well, can't you borrow it? 
Well, that's what I wanted to, what I wanted to talk to you about. I haven't got it, Len. Well, well no, but, you know, it isn't all that much, and I, all I'd ask you to do Len, is to... please. I'm sorry, I just can't do it. Hey, look at the time. I had no idea I'd been here this long. I shouldn't have left Mother by herself. Oh, I thought she had a nurse with her. Well, she does, but she depends on me so much. Look, uh, you have to forgive me for rushing, huh? And say goodnight to May for me, will you? I'm right here, Phil. You have to leave so soon? Yeah, it's Mother. If I'm going too long, you know, it just upsets her. And besides, I have to give her her medicine. Thanks for a lovely dinner. Oh, yeah, anytime. I hope I can reciprocate someday. Oh, that'd be nice. Good night, Len. We'll keep in touch. Uh, yeah, yeah, Phil. Uh, we'll be in touch. Good night. Good night. Did you hear? I heard your loving twin give you the ever-loving brush-off. Well, now, now, maybe it wasn't, you know. He, he does worry about his old lady, and... Well, he doesn't have the cash either at the moment. Look, but when I show him I only want him to co-sign alone, he'll go along. Hmm? What do you think? I think you're identical twins. Except for one thing. Why? He's a bigger deadbeat than you are. Two days now, and all I get is a busy signal, or, or that nurse saying he isn't home, or he can't come to the phone. Mm, the runaround. But I can't figure that. Not the way he was so glad and excited to see me when I turned up as his twin. Now, the only thing I can... Hello? Len? Yeah? Who is this? Ace. Hey, hey, uh, what do you want? You know. Well, you gave me an extension. You. I tried to buy you one. There had to be a limit. Your time has run out, Len. Hey, well, wait a minute, Ace. You've got more than a minute, but not much. Tomorrow night, 9 p.m. I'm coming by. If you can't pay off by then, Sharky will. Well, suppose I can. I mean, then what? It ain't a matter of breaking bones anymore, Len. You don't come through after the extension I bought you. The man is going to be mad. I mean, real mad. He's going to have to make an example. I, no, no, well, well, wait, Ace. Ace, just wait until I tell you. There's I... nothing to tell me, Len. You put up by tomorrow at nine, and the answer is, you'll be shut up. I, uh, I, uh... Len? Len? Yeah. Did you hear any of that, May? I was listening on the bedroom extension. What are you going to do? I'm going to see Phil. He's not going to come through for you. Uh, he better or else. Or else What? There ain't going to be twins anymore. Only one left. Me. I'm going to kill him. How will that help? It'll be the only way left to buy myself out of the hole I'm in. I'd have to take his place. Given a total resemblance... Would it really be possible for one person to step into another's shoes? Someone from a totally different background, upbringing, education. Someone who had only the most recent and fragmentary knowledge of the man he hoped to personify. And even if successful at that, how could he dispose of his other self? I shall return shortly with Act Three.
Given the characters of the twins involved and the circumstances of their divergent backgrounds ever since the meeting, this chronicle has been building to a sensational denouement. Would it be possible for the one twin, Len, to carry off this grand deception? Can he be as successful as Sidney Carton in The Tale of Two Cities or Rudolf Rassendel in The Prisoner of Zender? If he can, should he be? Their motives were unselfish. Len Brock's surely mercenary and criminal. Before we judge, let's find out exactly what he has in mind. What do you mean, take his place? If my twin brother Phil is out of the way, who's to know that I'm not him? Oh, you couldn't get away with that? Why not, May? You said yourself you wouldn't know him from me. To look at, sure. But there is one way anybody could... How? Your voice, the way you talk. Well, well, I've been doing a lot of thinking about that. You know the way I've always kidded around with impersonations and stuff? Oh, yeah, but that's... Uh, Yeah, yeah. Well, listen. It's, uh... It's it's mother. If I'm going too long, it upsets her. Besides, I have to give her her medicine. Hey, thanks for a lovely dinner. So? What do you think? Well, there you really sounded like, like Phil. You could have fooled me, but I don't know about people who know him. Oh, look, if I could get away with it with you, well as you know me, I can hack it with anyone. Well, yeah, but, but Lynn, kill him? How? Well, I, 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 th- I think I know if I have to. I'm hoping it won't come to that. Look, I got one more angle left. What? Well, like I said, see, I'm going into New York to see Phil. Now, you give him one last chance to bail me out. If he won't, well, what the heck? It's his neck or mine. And I ain't going to be the one to end up with it in a sling. What are you doing here? Well, I, I've been trying to get you on the phone for two days with no luck. I, uh, well, I thought I'd try in person. Uh, can I come in? Yeah, sure. How'd you get up here? Oh, that was for laughs. I walked in downstairs and the doorman said, Hello, Mr. Henderson. I uh, didn't see you. You go out? So I said, You gotta be on the ball every moment. Keep that security tight. And he said, Hey, that sounded just like me. I mean, what you said to uh, to Donald, the doorman. Well, I uh, didn't want anyone to think you were living a double life. <laughs> I mean, I've been getting the message the last couple of days. Maybe you're sorry a twin ever turned up. Oh, no, no, no. It isn't like that, Lynn. It's just that Mother's been through a very bad period. I mean, we almost lost her. Oh, how is she now? Well, she's she's all right. Dr. Clayton says she's out of danger. Oh, that's good. Why were you so anxious to try and reach me? Oh, come on. We just found each other as brothers. And then there was, well, you know, that last discussion when you were to my place for dinner. and Well, I just wanted to say... Look, that's been bothering me too, Len. So, just let me try to apologize. I mean, even if I wanted to help you out financially, I can't. Until I come into my own money. Uh, Okay, okay, I can see that. But more than that, I didn't want our relationship to start out on a financial basis. I mean... Oh, no, no, I know what you mean, Phil. No, I don't think you do. See, you think I've had the best of our being adopted. Well, maybe maybe you're right. But there's one thing that you don't understand. My foster parents... 
My mother and dad were too old ever to have had a kid. I mean, I could have been little Lord Fauntleroy or something, and they wanted to keep me that way all my life. Ever since I was 18, I've been waiting to get hold of some of the money that was coming my way, and instead I've been kept on a leash like a pet poodle. So when I finally get it, Len, it's only going to be spent my way. I'm not giving any handouts to anyone. Oh, look, I, uh, I didn't come here to, to ask for one. Well, why are you here? Well, I, I just wanted to... Uh... Well, I, uh, May was kind of upset the other night that you ran out. She blamed it on me, I mean, that I hit you up for a loan. I said you wouldn't hold it against me, but uh, then when I couldn't reach well, you... I told you, Mother's been very sick. I didn't have time for anyone but her. Ah, uh, see, but she's better now. Well, she's in a remission period. You know, it's like a pendulum. You know, it's back and forth, and one of these times it's going to swing too far. Well, have you uh, anyone to take care of her? Got nurses around the clock now. Yeah. Uh... Well, then, uh, you ought to take a little time off. You know, you need to rest yourself. Well, it has been quite a strain. Yeah. Well, why don't you come tomorrow night and have dinner with us? Uh, May asked me to ask you. I don't know. Look, you could eat and run. This time I won't give you any reason to, and we'll understand. Uh, I appreciate that, Lynn. Yeah, we're brothers, you know. We gotta stick to each other through thick and thin, huh? <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. Okay, what time? Ah, say, uh, 6.30 to 7. I promise you, you'll be gone by 9. What time is it, May? About 10 to 7. You, uh, you don't suppose he won't show, huh? Well, maybe it'd be better if he didn't. Uh, Now, hold on to yourself. Now, look, look. Let's go over it again. No, I, I can't. Boy, it is so hot. I turned up the heat. That's the plan. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Now, as soon as he gets here... He get... Oh, that, that's him now. When? The sooner the better. Uh, don't forget the high five. No, no, I won't. Okay. Well, here goes nothing. Hi, Phil. Hey, glad to see you could make it. I'm just glad that uh, there are no hard feelings. What? Over money? Oh, that's that's the least of our problems. Here, let me take your coat. Hello, May. It's so nice to see you again. Well, I hope you won't think I'm just a freeloader. Ah, come on. Who are you kidding? It's hot in here. Here, uh, let me take your jacket, too. All right. These landlords in the heat, you know, feast or famine. Yeah. Uh, Sit on the couch, Phil. Make yourself at home. Uh, May, um... How about turning on the hi-fi? Okay. Ah, this is nice. Nice to have a brother. Yeah, that was my idea for a while. Now I find I can do without him. What? Turn up the hi-fi, May. What are you doing with the gun? There's no room for twins, Philip. Just for one of us. No. No, you can't. No. Turn it down. Did did you? Uh, there's only one twin left. Now here, help me get his clothes off and dress him in mine. Oh, Len, I don't pass out on me now. You know what to do when Ace comes. Yeah. Where will you be? I'll be at Phil's apartment from now on till the old lady dies, and from then on. We will be in clover.
Yes, uh, Phil, I'm glad you got home. Uh, what are you doing here? I want you to get a hold of yourself, son. Your mother's had a very violent attack. The nurse called me, and we've got her under sedation now. And we're just waiting for the ambulance. Oh, you mean, uh, you mean mother is dying? Well, we've always known it was just a matter of time. You know, as a doctor, I've uh, tried to get you to face that for a long time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course, doctor. I realize it's, uh, it's uh, just so sudden. Yes, it caught me off balance, too. Uh, you weren't aware of how rapidly she was deteriorating? Uh, no, no, doctor, no. It's oh, strange. On my daily visits, I was constantly surprised at how well she was weathering it. <laughs> well, there's no way of ever telling. Every case is individual. Yeah, I uh, suppose it is. Uh... Yeah. <clears throat> uh, care for a cigarette? Hmm? No, 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 no. For once, I, I don't feel like one. Uh, when did you start smoking again? Huh? Oh, oh, uh, uh, oh, uh, uh, just the pressure, I guess. <laughs> yes, it, uh, it gets to all of us, yes. What? Uh, sounds like the ambulance now. Uh, do you want to go with us? Well, maybe, uh, maybe I just better trail along by myself. Well, I can't hold out much hope. Brace yourself. It's, uh, never an easy time. Death is always the most unwelcome of visitors. Hi, little sister. Come in, quick, Ace. Hey, how come I'm welcome for a change? No, don't don't get around, Ace. I'm I'm in terrible trouble. With that Welsher you hang around with, I ain't surprised. Well, just cheer up, sis. Me and the organization are going to take him off your hands. You're too late. What do you mean? Come in the living room. Look. Holy Toledo. What happened? I didn't mean to shoot him, but he just drove me up the wall. Laying him with his lies and his double dealing, using me to front for him. All the time he was double-crossing us, pretending he could deliver something he couldn't. Now, Doe, huh? Are you kidding? Everything he did got us deeper in debt. He was crossing everybody up, including me. I just couldn't take it anymore. I grabbed his gun and blew him out. All right, all right. Just take it easy, sis. Take it easy. Between you and me, if you hadn't taken him out, the boss would have arranged the same thing. What am I going to do, Ace? I don't want to go to prison. Why, you think I'm going to let that happen to my little sister? There's nothing to worry about, I tell you. Just let your big brother handle this. Uh-oh. Look, it's my business, baby. Right as from now and here on in, it's like Len Brock never even was. He's not only dead, he's already buried. Well, that's, uh, that's the way it is, Phil. She's... she's dead. Yes, before we could get her here to the hospital. I don't understand how it could be so sudden. Huh? Neither do I, son, but that's the way it goes sometimes. Man proposes and God disposes. Huh? Mm, figure of speech. Well, I see you're smoking, huh? Oh, yeah. That's well, I'm sorry to see you've started again. It's a bad habit. You should leave it to us doctors to drive nails in our own coffins. Oh, uh, speaking of that, uh, do you want an autopsy? Well, I'll leave that up to you, Doc. Well, thank you, Phil. If you don't think it's necessary... Well, why would it be? 
Well, just a matter of form. Wherever so much money is involved, it's a sensible precaution. And it helps to advance the cause of medical science. Well, like I said, you're the doctor. And uh, this here, I guess, is what you'd call the solarium. Oh, gee. It's also... Oh, so rich. Oh, an eight-room duplex, baby, and it is all ours. <laughs> you think you can get away with this? What's to stop me? They won't know that you're not really Phil Henderson. Ah, they couldn't even guess, particularly when I remember to <coughs> talk just the way my identical twin did. <laughs> but su- suppose they ever found his body. After the organization took care of it? Oh, May, honey, that's the way they stay in business. They're the only ones who ever know where the body is buried. But if Ace or any of them ever saw you... Baby, baby, Brooklyn is their territory. They don't move off the turf. Anyways, you know, I'm lying low until the will is probated, and when we get our hot little hands on the dough, then we will be long gone. You sure we're safe? Nobody ever saw us together. Nobody nobody never knew there was twins except him, me, and you. We're home safe. Who's that? Huh? Well, I don't know. Let's have a look. Oh, hey, it's the doctor and some other guy. What do they want? Hmm? You're going to find out. Well, if, uh, if it isn't the good Dr. Clayton... Come on in. Hey, thank you, thank you. Who's your friend? Uh, Detective Sergeant McGuire, the New York police. You, Philip Henderson? That's right. What did... I got a warrant here for your arrest on the charge of murder in the first degree. Murder? What are you talking about? Well, I should have known it from the first, Phil, but I couldn't believe that you would do such a thing, except uh, you were the only one who could have. Could have what? You made two mistakes. First of all, in small doses, arsenic works as a tonic. It helped keep your mother alive. After, when you increased the dosage to kill her, you forgot one thing. The body doesn't throw off arsenic. It builds up. The autopsy proved your mother died of massive arsenic poisoning. Mr. Henderson, I better tell you your rights before you say anything. Hey, no, 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 no. You, you got it wrong. It's, it's all wrong. I am not Phil Henderson. You certainly weren't acting like him towards the end, smoking, lapses of memory, sometimes not even talking like yourself. But don't you see that? That's why, that's why, because I am someone else. I am not Phil Henderson. I Come on, I'm... Mr. Henderson. No, Save it for the judge and the jury. Who are you kidding? Who else could you be? Desperate Len Brock faces his accusers, frantic to defend himself. But already, the sick knowledge has sunk to the pit of his stomach that he can't. His twin, his other self, is dead and buried. There is no way to prove that he is Len Brock. By his own action, he has made himself into his other half, Philip Henderson, who murdered his mother. I shall return shortly. This is...
For any who might cavil at coincidence, just recently all the media carried a story of two adopted twins who lived in the same city for 18 years before they happened to cross each other. Naturally, nothing like our story happened to them, but truth once again was stranger than fiction. In their case, the publicity over their reunion unearthed a third brother, identical to the other two. There's no way fiction could ever top that. Our cast included Mandel Kramer, Earl Hammond, and E.B. Juster. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. <laughs>